It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. And a happy Saturday morning to you, 8 a.m. in Roswell, Georgia. They do let me out of the building, believe it or not. Six days a week, I'm with you in the WSB studios in Midtown this morning. Close to my home in Woodstock, we are at the Pike Nursery location off of Crossville Highway 92 in Roswell, very close to Roswell High School. We would love for you to come out. We've got a great audience this morning, friends of the show, family of the show. We just heard from Walter. And uh, we're going to be here for another hour broadcasting live. You've got a chance to win a $50 Pike Nursery gift card if you come out, some other special prizes. And if you stay over or visit your own Pike Nursery at 9 a.m. this morning, all the stores are doing a free berry class. So they do that particular class once a year with success with strawberries and blueberries, anything you might need to know. And it's free. Bring the kids. So today is Strawberry Saturday, though, which for all of you who are going to shop after we, we leave the show, you get a free strawberry plant with your purchase. So that's something really fun that you can go pop in the yard in a little while and watch it grow this summer. So that's a freebie from Pike Nursery today with any purchase. 404-872-0750. We're taking calls all morning. I've got Mickey Gazaway with me answering your lawn and garden calls. So Kay and Oconee, good morning. Oh, good morning. Good morning. You have a great um, question about one of our favorite plants we've talked about this morning. Oh, uh, yeah. And, you know, hellebore days are going on at Piccadilly this weekend. Well, you are the second one yeah, to say. That's a beautiful yeah. place. It's yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's in my backyard, Piccadilly is. Oh, wow. It, Lucky. It, yeah. Yeah. At any rate, um, one of the things about this show is that you find out things that you had no idea you needed to know. And one time Walter <laughs> just mentioned to me something about trimming back his... Um, Hellebores are litten roses so that they don't um, get those dark, leathery leaves on them. And I was shocked. I mean, so I wasn't ready to hear what he had to say about that, you know, about something else. Well, now I know it's getting time to do that. My yard is full of beautiful hellebores. And how does he, do you mow them down or just go down with your clippers? Or what is it that he does? Yeah, you so have sometimes to do it individually. Yeah, yeah. They, they start yeah, looking start, leggy, yeah. or you know, if we've had a lot of rain, which we all know we have, they they start to get wet from just being on the ground for so long. So some of those leaves start to look unhealthy. So yeah, prune prune them individually, cut them yeah. back individually. It doesn't take long to do it. I mean, of course, you've got a whole yard full of. I guess it would, but um, I have just time. Glad it's, uh, well, I don't think you can cut them down. I don't. I wouldn't mow them down. I don't think that's a good idea. Okay. And, of course, you would do it, though, after they have shot their seeds out. Right. Correct. Okay. All right, perfect. And then does that, kind, does that same kind of uh, treatment extend over to something like cast iron plant? Yeah, when the, when, the blooms, when the leaves don't look good on the cast iron plant, then that's the time to cut those back as well. Usually they get that way when, after a couple of years or if they've yeah. gotten in too much sun. That's when they usually do. Have you found the blooms on your class, cast iron plant? Have you seen I have never. I have never, but I, I know I see from Plants Delight um, in their catalogs how they have the blooms, but I have never found it. They bloom under under the ground. That's why you don't see them. Oh, oh wow! They they look like little purple crowns in the spring, and they're pollinated by beetles. 
And so it's really interesting. I always start looking for them in the nursery, and I can usually find them. They look just like a little purple ground right, ground right under the, the soil. It's really cool. Right, well, Sorry. I don't think I'll be finding them. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll be finding them. <laughs> so, Kay, have you planted most of those hellebores from, from new plants, or have you actually dug up some of the sprouts and started them that way? No, um, I planted them all from new plants. Uh, okay. But one of the, if you want to call it disappointment, is that they don't stay where you plant them. I thought that I, I, I had them in one, in one place, but they just, they walk. You know how they shoot their seeds and they don't stay. Uh, but that's okay. My yard is absolutely full of them. They're everywhere that I didn't need, uh, you know. They, they are. It's unbelievable how full the yard is with these, except for where I thought that I originally wanted them. I don't have them there. <laughs> Things don't always <laughs> go as planned, do they? That's, that, that's right. That's right. But it's another opportunity. And just yesterday, I visited with a friend, and she said, come see your babies. And she's got a whole bunch in her yard oh, that she had lovely. gotten from me, too. Yeah. Great. Uh, right. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. Enjoy. We appreciate you listening. Enjoy Piccadilly. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, all right. Thank you. Goodbye. Great. Thank you so much. 404-872-0750. Wayne down in Decatur. Good morning, Wayne. Good morning. How y'all? Oh, we are PG. How are you? Fine. How can we help? So I have a neighbor that's got a real deep purple, red flowering bush that's, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's real beautiful. And the privet bush is inside it, and the birds are making nests in it, and mm-hmm. they drop the seed, more privet comes out, and it's just taking over the beautiful bush. So I was wondering how I could uh, go in there and lightly trim it, the privet out of it at a time. Now, does the bush look like... I can't really do much. Is it but small purple leaves on it right now? Small purple petals on it and it was opened up when we had some sun but because of all the cold weather and maybe the rain they've closed back up but they're still there i can't think of what that would be i was gonna say laura pedlum i thought laura pedlum that's what i was did it have pink fringy flowers on it at any point here in the last week or so no it's just kind of a deep purple going toward a violet or red bud uh petal like a, I wonder if like it's a, a magnolia. It's like a tulip. Bush. I think it's a, it's a, a, a magnolia, Japanese magnolia, or Salingiana, the tulip um, tree. Tulip tree. But maybe it's just a smaller and, form. And right there now. are a lot of different ones. So yeah, you definitely want to rescue when that it, from the privet. Yeah. So yeah, because my neighbor loved it. She when I trimmed it, it's right almost at the line, and when I trimmed it to shape it up, she just got all over me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. So I knew she had a lot of care for it. So I want to. It's a beautiful bush, but. The privet's kind of choking it out. Yeah, yeah. we want to take care of that. You definitely want the tulip magnolia to succeed. So privet's just, boy, that's going to be a bear. If, Mickey? You could, if you could cut the privet back, if you can get right. to it without getting to the, and then get some Roundup and paint on the the, tu, the privet. Yeah. Then, yeah, because if you if you can get, as soon as you cut it, if you put the straight Roundup on it, that'll do it. It'll suck it up in there. Mm-hmm. But you got to do it as soon as you do it while it's still wet. Yeah, that not only localizes the Roundup application, Wayne, but also, you know, you're preventing that overspray from getting to something that you do want to keep. So do that. Make the cuts and go ahead and do that. But you're going to have to do it repeatedly over the next few months. It's not going to be a quick fix. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad Walter called in, and I'm glad yeah. he's better. 
and I'm glad he's going to be back next Sunday. Not that I don't miss him. You know, I'm glad y'all are doing a good job. But <laughs> well, I've been listening you. to him, Kathy Henderson, for a long time. Oh, yeah. Kathy's still a great friend of the show, too. So, yeah, three weeks of Ashley. You can ask my husband. I think that's I think that's plenty. We're ready for Walter to be back. So thanks so much for the call, Wayne. All right. Thank you all. 404-872-0750 is the number up to Buford. Good morning, Ben. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Um, I got a, a new construction home, and they uh, they put sod in the front yard, but they put this ryegrass in the backyard. Um, now I was reading online that I'm, I'm not able to seed over it when it dies in the summer or I need to till the whole yard up before I do sod. Is that mostly true or could I get away usually, with usually? Usually what they do is Bermuda in the front and fescue in the back. I wonder if that's what it was. Do you have a lot of shade in the back or since it's new construction, is it mostly bare, no trees? Um, it's uh, I mean, I'm surrounded by trees. So right as of right now, um, it's you know, probably kind of like a seventy thirty sun and shade. Oh, okay. So more sun than not. I have no leaves on trees, so I don't know what's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah, if you've got yeah. mostly sun, Bermuda would be the way to go. You, I'd wait till May until it start gets into active growth. If you're gonna sod mm -hmm. it, yeah, I think it'd be much more successful. So if that is so in I'm, fact rye, it's gonna die here pretty soon. Yeah. So, but I mean, you are gonna still want to you know, prepare the soil very well yeah, before you lay down that Bermuda sod. Yeah. Okay, so I'll probably just till the whole thing and grade it and put the sod down. Right, that's what I would do. Now, in the front, that was sod, though, is that right? Yes, ma'am, they put the Bermuda okay. sod up front. Yeah, and then you can do that in the back as well. And so, Ben, okay. what I want you to do is a new homeowner. Congratulations, by the way. Um, Walter's website, WalterReeves.com, and type in Lawn Care Calendar, just those three words, Lawn Care Calendar, and I want mm -hmm. you to print out just that one page for Bermuda, and he's got it for all the other types of grasses, too. You just print out that, tape it up in the, in the garage, and that's really going to help you have a lot of success with Bermuda as a new homeowner, when to be fertilizing, and how much to water, and pre-emergent applications, which we've talked about, which you do a season ahead to prevent those following season's weeds. So do that, and you will have the best-looking Bermuda lawn by next year. So now I saw that on the, online and was looking at it, but does that apply to fresh-laid sod? Because I heard that you can't put all that stuff on fresh sod. Pre-emergence, yeah, that's not going to be necessary right now, but probably in the fall is when you're going to want to do your first okay. application you of pre-emergence. Do pre a starter fertilizer when you first put it down. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, time for one more? Yeah, yeah, real quick, sure. Um, I had some cannas at my old house, and I collected all the seeds from them. Is it possible to plant those and grow them, or...? I've read some you could try it. I don't know that if they're just the seeds, I don't know if you're going to get exactly the same thing you had before because most of them are hybrids. And so you might get okay. something that looked different, but it'd be fun to do. Just watch. Okay. And uh, I read somewhere that you would just use, you sand the coat that's on it, like take some sandpaper to it before you plant them? You, yeah, I think that probably that you, they, you could either do that or just nick them. You know, you could do that. Okay, cool. All right, well, thank you for your help, guys. Thank you, Ben. Have a great morning. Thanks for the call. You too. Thank you. 
404-872-0750. Really quick, just a reminder, daylight saving time. That's tonight. How many of you remembered that? So we got to spring forward, right? Don't forget to do that when you go to bed. That's going to happen at 2 a.m. And the Convoy of Care, WSB, we're teaming up with our radio and television partners as well as the AJC to bring water and diapers and things to some of the tornado victims of last week. Three counties uh, were state of emergency in Georgia and then, of course, the victims in Alabama. On Tuesday, you can come to the Midtown Studio, 1601 West Peachtree, or Georgia State Stadium, which used to be Turner Field. On Tuesday, we're going to be collecting bottles of water, diapers, cleaning supplies, things that those folks may need. More on WSBRadio.com. So it is coming up on 819 on WSB. Ashley Frask and Mickey Gasway on Lawn and Garden will be back right after this. This is Scott Slade from Atlanta's Morning News on WSB. Our 24-hour news center delivers updates all weekend. Depend on it. We'll be here Monday morning, 430 till 9 for breaking news and traffic and weather every six minutes. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now back to the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reed. We are live, not in the radio studio, not in Midtown, but at the Pike Nursery location in Roswell, off of Crossville Road, Highway 92, near Roswell High School. Thanks to Roswell Town Center Chick-fil-A for providing everybody with biscuits and coffee this morning. You want to plan your day? Kirk Mellish's forecast and brought to you by Ackerman Security Systems. A high today around 70, a low around 60. That 40 to 50% chance of showers today, that chance goes up tomorrow. Highs in the low 70s on Sunday and lows of around 49. So for right now, we're past that risk of a freeze, which is good news. And a lot of you did notice the... Um, the, the three nights that we had, some new growth got uh, nipped by the freeze. But, Mickey, really, you didn't cover your blueberries. I did. I didn't. but No, I didn't. And mine really look okay. I, I hope it's do not. I'll let you know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. July. See, that's kind of the thing, too, with some of our hydrangeas, too. We just yeah. kind of have to wait and see, really, how bad that frost was. So we do have time for one call, but we'll be getting to uh, Cheryl in Gainesville recommending some plants that grow low to the ground. And Phil and Roswell, the best time to transplant daffodils, already thinking ahead. But first up is Nancy and Marietta. Good morning. Hi, hey, Nancy. Hey, what, what can we do for you? I'm putting a French drain on the side of my house with all the rain. We've had some uh, water coming into our basement, and that was what was recommended. I'm wondering what kind of plant should we put up down there beside this drain? Does it does the yard slope down toward the drain? Yes. Something like a creeping juniper or crawling juniper is going to help with water something. control a little. Is it uh, is it still going to be wet there? Well, when it rains a lot, I guess it'll be wet. Otherwise, it'll be just normal. Okay. Then if you've got full sun, you could do juniper. That would be fine. Juniper will kind of hold everything in place there. That way you're not having so much debris and dirt and runoff going into that front strain. Okay. What else? Can you think anything else? Something with a good, sturdy root system. I like the um, creepy... The, you, the creeping plum you, I like it. And it makes it good. It's got good roots. It looks really good. Well, I didn't hear what was that plant, the creeping Creeping plump, plum you. E W E, right? Y E W. Y E W, not yeah. like the little animal. Yeah. Creeping plum. So those are two recommendations, Nancy, that we can come off right at the top okay. of our head. But 
yeah, if, if neither one of those works or you want to call back next Saturday, give us a try and we'll recommend some more. But we're out of time right now. Coming up on 828 on WSB, Ashley Frask and Mickey Gasaway answering your calls on lawn and garden for the next half hour. Jump in 404-872-0750. We'll be back after this. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. Happy Saturday morning, everybody. Ashley Frasca, Mickey Gasaway in for Walter. One more Saturday. One more Saturday. He's recovering from pneumonia. He is back in the States from Vietnam. So he will be in the studio with me and Jason Byers next Saturday morning to answer more of your lawn and garden calls. We're very glad he had a speedy recovery from pneumonia, man. When I found out he had pneumonia, I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday, and I was like, you're in Vietnam with pneumonia. Probably not a good thing, but he did call in a little earlier, gave us a status update, said the health care he received in Vietnam was very good. He, uh, he did say something which was a little troubling. The doctor, I don't know how good his English was, but the doctor was, you know, leery of letting him on the plane to come back home. He was supposed to leave uh, Vietnam Thursday night or Friday morning. He said, I see people go back to the United States in this condition in pieces. So I'm like, well, boy, pneumonia took a whole new turn. That's awful. So Walter, uh, you know, in, in concurrence with the medical advice he received, postponed his flight a little bit. So we're glad that he'll be back next Saturday. And after we're off the air at 9 a.m., it's Dave Baker in the Home Fix-It show. He can't kick us out of the studio today, can he? <laughs> yeah, right. He can get in the studio as early as he wants. And that's until 1230. He'll have an extra half hour because then Georgia basketball at 1235. That's pregame. Tip is at 1 o'clock against South Carolina. So stay tuned for some Georgia basketball action this afternoon. And a lot of you are just ready for baseball, ready for golf to start up. It's about time. <laughs> it's kind of that lull right now where I think all we have going on is the NBA in between football and baseball, it's like there's got to be something, right? 404-872-0750. Cheryl in Gainesville, good morning. Good morning. Um, I have a question in the front of my house. We built our house about eight years ago, and in the front I planted two globe cryptinaria. Uh, after I thought they were going to stay low. They were gorgeous. They are gorgeous plants. Uh, they no longer look like a pear. One of them is much larger than the other, but both of them are huge, and you can't see the chairs on my porch or anything. They're just enormous. Um, and then to the right of that, I have Indian hawthorn um, in the – actually, I've got some other things, but in the place that I have the Indian hawthorn, the ones in the front are completely without foliage, uh, there's another row in the back that looks better. Uh, their feet do have stayed wet through all this rain, and I don't right. know if that's the problem. But they get full. All of this gets full afternoon sun. And I want to know what to plant there that will stay low, that will not just cover up my front sitting area in front of the so house. You're, you're going doors. for like a tiered kind of look, huh? With the cryptomeria and then the Indian hawthorn and something a little lower for the front. Is that right? Well, the, the cryptomeria is by itself. The only thing there oh. is um, a little ground cover, but just farther to the right around a, um, a camellia, a very large sasanqua, is some Indian hawthorn. 
And okay. so all in the front of the house, but not those are not together. So maybe a perennial and something that flowers, huh? How much, how um, tall does that plant need to be to replace the Indian hawthorns? How tall does it need to um, be, Max? It, it, it doesn't, Max, I'd say two feet. Okay, there's a, uh, there's a plant called Soft Touch Holly that stays real okay, low. I know that. And it stays low. Mm-hmm. That you could do something like that. There's also some distilliums that you can use that are not they're they're a little taller than that. I think they say two and a half to three or something like that. They kind of spread out. You'd have to have room for those. You could use something uh-huh. like that as well. So, they think about so how about where the cryptomeria is because it's huge and I would like something kind of an anchor in that place on either side of the steps that go step. It's just one step that goes to the front. Um, what kind of cryptomeria is it? Is it a round it's, cryptomeria? It's a, yes, it's a globe cryptomeria. Globe, okay. Um, but it's probably almost six feet tall now. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. They get, I had the same thing happen to mine. Um, you could use maybe some kind of lorpetalum. You could do something like that. They're one of the smaller one of those. Um, you could do um, teolif. That would no, probably, that would huge. be good. Way too no, big. they're giant. You need something smaller. Um, no sky <laughs> pencil they, holly. I mean, that's going to have some height, pencil, but it's going to be very skinny. But flanking the front door, yeah, that always looks nice. That. You could use one of the smaller camellias. There's some of those that. I only get like three feet tall, three to four feet tall. You could do something like that. So, Cheryl, that. what do you think about those ideas? Um, well, I've had the distillium uh, suggested. Uh, I was hoping I could do kind of a mixture in there. I think mm-hmm. the distillium is good. I, I'm not fond of purples and pinks, so the lorpetalum is not okay. my favorite idea. And uh, a camellia might be nice if there's some that really will stay as small yeah. as three feet. Yeah, I think they uh, actually get bigger than that. I think I lied. Uh, I think okay. they're more like four, four <laughs> and a half feet. Or yeah. Well, I thought but the area was going to stay smaller. It did sound great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so anyway, uh, I'm just looking for how something. How about an azalea? That, azalea. How about maybe one of the encore azaleas because they like sun and they come in all different sizes. There's some of them that okay. only get like two to three feet, and it, they're real good at describing the size on the ones. There's, um, they're all autumn something, but I think it's autumn uh-huh. rouge or one of those that gets like three feet. Okay, so the autumn ones stay smaller? Well, all of them are autumn something, but gee, they're, they're, oh, okay. it's labeled on every one of them how big they get, so you could do that. Okay. And that would be pretty. But they'll take the color. full. This gets full. That's what they like. Afternoon sun. Okay. That's what they like. That's where they do best. Okay. All right. Thanks well, so I'll much, Cheryl. Appreciate you calling. You. Have a uh-huh. great morning. Bye. And Mickey, you're sitting right next to me, which I'm not used to. I have you on the phone at 8:30 every Saturday. The Pikes Pick. I totally almost breezed over the Pikes Pick today. <laughs> so what is it? It's the strawberry, the free strawberry plant that you get with the purchase here at Pikes today for the until we run out. So they're easy to grow. They bear fruit yeah, usually around June. We have a little one right here. So cute. And you get, I mean, it's, you know, this looks so disappointing, just this one little plant, but by the time oh, it puts off the runners and keep the squirrels out of them when you plant them, go ahead and be ready to have that netting or some kind of wire over them for yeah. sure. 
but super strawberry Saturday at all Pike Nursery locations. And when you come in and you make your purchase, you get the, these strawberry plants are at the register, so that's where you'll get them when you get up there. Yep. Make so, your purchase. Uh, what's full sun, obviously, but what's some of the good best drainage. planting? Okay. They want very good drainage. They do great. They don't don't like water standing on them. I mulch mine. I think they do better if they're mulched so that the, the head is up. I think they do much better. better. And you still have time. We've got about 20 minutes to get to your local Pike Nursery store for the berry class that starts at 9 a.m. And that includes the store here in Roswell. We're, we're at on Crossville Road, Highway 92. So stop by, set, set through the free berry class. And find mulch. And, and, oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll do, we that do that soon. That we, yeah. we got something in the okay. store for, for our live audience. 404-872-0750. Phil here in Roswell. Good morning, Phil. Good morning. How are y'all? Great. Good. We're missing you, though. Where are you at? Well, we're down the street from you, but... Uh, I know. <laughs> we saved you a biscuit and everything, but that's all right. Well, uh, I got a question. Uh, I got a bunch of daffodils all scattered out through my yard, and I wanted to find out when the best time to move them. I would wait till they started dying down before I tried to move them. Or else move them in the fall if you can figure out where they are. But you, they need to go through that whole process because they're making the bloom for next year. Right now, and if you dig them up before that, then you might not have blooms on them the next year. So just okay, when so the, the leaves start, start to die back. back. Yeah. That's if I mark them, move them in the fall. You could do that. Yeah, you could. Okay, because, you know, I, I figured you'd uh, have to let them go through their cycle and then uh, uh, right. move them after that. Uh, so just mark them where they are. And then yeah, somebody told me they used golf tees. They put golf tees around them, and that's how they found them. Well, they're so mostly in the English ivy, and so oh. that's why I oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'll put a little stake with some surveying yeah. tape on them. And yeah, that'll be that way I'll move them in the fall. You think, what, September? Yeah, I think that's fine. Good. Well, thanks for the help. Thank thanks, you. Phil. You have a great morning. 404-872-0750. A few more phone calls. Joyce in Stone Mountain. Good morning, Joyce. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I have Thank a you. large backyard with lots of trees, um, so it's shady, but there's some sunny spots. Uh, the grass doesn't grow very well, and the problem is there's just lots of weeds and privet that grows up, and part of the yard is in a floodplain. So when it rains a lot, the water just washes through like a river, and it just leaves like bare ground with a bunch of weeds. I'm wondering, is there any kind of a, a ground cover that I could put that would keep the ground better than just all these weeds? They come cut the grass, and when they do, it leaves it even more, you know, like bare. Mm -hmm. how, how big of an area are we talking? Oh, it's um, half an acre, maybe. Or third, oh, maybe. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a pond in the middle of it, but it's, um, and it's got some shrubs around the edges. So I'm just talking about the whole middle part. I think you might could use some of the um, the pond plants that we have, the, the plants that it, it tells how deep they can get. You could do something like one of the sedges or something like that that like water. You could do something like that. You call it a pond plant? Pond plants. Pond plants. Oh, in. I see. And also there are some sedges that like like water. You could do something like that. Okay, what's that called? Well, what's that Sedge, S-E-D-G-E. Oh, sedge plant. Okay. Yeah. Okay, all right. 
But and then really kind of thinking outside the box, too, for a lot of that area. I mean, some yeah. some pathways and things, right? Yeah, and you could, you could do some shrubs or do something that will actually take up some of that water. There are some plants that like water. I mean, you Like, know, what you would you suggest? Mm-hmm. How big a, could you do a tree? Oh, well, there's lots tree? of trees around. Okay. There's, there's trees, and then in between it's the open ground. But there's okay. a good many. There's a good many trees already. Okay. All right. Because I was going to suggest a red maple or something like that that liked water that'll take up a river birch. Oh, takes yeah. up a lot of water. You could right. do something like that. Yeah. There's no place for the water to go. Right. Yeah. Well, there are a good many trees already. So I was thinking about something, yeah. some kind of ground cover thing. Is there no ground cover that would just sort of there's begin one to take called, There's one called Houtonia or chameleon plant, and it loves the water. I mean, it, it'll grow, we grow them in ponds, and it spreads, but it's not there in the wintertime. It dies back in the wintertime, but it comes back. Houtonia, that's a fun name. Chameleon plant. Houtonia, okay, Houtonia. and it's a chameleon plant. All right, I'll look that up. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right, thank you so much. Appreciate the show. Thank you, Joyce. All Have right. a great morning. We'll have time for a few more calls. We need to check traffic and check weather. More folks getting out on the road and some road races around the city, too. So it is coming up on 849 on WSB. This is Lawn and Garden. We'll be back right after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. And we are wrapping up our successful lawn and garden show broadcast live from the Pike Nursery in Roswell. You still have time to make it for the 9 a.m. berry class. That is not only at this Pike location, but all Pike locations throughout Metro Atlanta. It's a free berry class. Kirk Mellage's weather check really quickly from Ackerman Security. 40 to 50 percent chance of showers today, a high around 69, low of 60. And tomorrow the chance goes up to 60 percent Highs in the low 70s and lows around 49. The complete weather forecast comes up in less than 10 minutes with the news, weather, and traffic that you need at the top of the hour. And then we're not even getting shoved out of the studio this morning by Dave Baker. He's probably already in there getting set up for the Home Fix-It show, and he gets a bonus half hour. What? Keep your microphone. Keep your microphone turned off, Dave. This is my time. This is Walter time right here. But, hey, you get a bonus half hour. 30 more minutes of callers for you till 1230 because we got to kill some time before the UGA basketball pregame, which starts at 1235, tip off at one against South Carolina. Time. You know what I mean. Well, you know, I mean, your show, it kind of comes and goes, you know. I mean, I'm a fan. I listen on my way home. I'll do that today, too. So we've had a great live audience at the Pike Nursery here in Roswell. Dave, I know they let you out in public a lot. Me, not so much, but this has been really great. Roswell Town Center. Chick-fil-A provided breakfast for everybody and everyone's getting in place for their berry class. Mickey, it's really been a pleasure. We've had a great time today. It's been fun. And where can folks find you? At uh, Pikes on uh, Westcom on Barrett Parkway on the weekends. But the rest of the time, if anybody needs a speaker for a guard club or HOA or anything, 
That's what I did. And she's going to be at the Peachtree City Pike location on yeah. Tuesday night. We already talked to our friend Nicole from Griffin, who's always the first caller of the show. She may actually buzz over from Griffin and come see you in Peachtree yeah, City on Tuesday fun. night. So that'll be fun. Always great to have your calls. John and Swanee, we're actually going to take you off the air with your question about muscadine vines. And I want to thank Lorenzo Kemp, our on-site engineer, for getting everything set up for us today. Lorenzo always does a fantastic job. We've got Ryan and Pat from the promotions team who made sure everybody was fed. They gave away a $50 Pike Nursery gift card today. That was fun. Jason Byers is back in the studio. Took a special caller, none other than Walter Reeves, for us this morning calling from back in Atlanta, back from his trip to Vietnam. So he will be back next Saturday. And Rachel Perry answered the phones for me this morning. Thank you very much. So everything back to being normal next Saturday for another edition of the Lawn and Garden Show. In the meantime, follow Walter on Instagram at Georgia Gardner. Some fantastic pictures from their trip to Vietnam. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ashley Frasca WSB. You never know. Some garden stuff, some politics, some Great Dane pictures. You know, traffic pictures, you just never know what I'm going to throw out there. So it has been a wonderful Saturday morning, my third week hosting for Walter. It's really been an honor and a pleasure, but I'll be talking to you on the phones when you call next Saturday for Lawn and Garden. And stay tuned, Home Fix-It Show with Dave Baker is coming up. Y'all have a great weekend. Stay dry, and we'll talk to you Monday morning.